Welcome to Primary Attribute, or an actual play Castles and Crusades podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM, and I use they/them pronouns. Hi, my name is Adam. I play as Bonds, who's the very little fox folk friend with the alchemy who does all of the the grimy uh, potiony alchemy stuff. We both use he/him pronouns, and Vons is feeling pretty. Um, I don't know. He kind of likes. See, having his sister around, kind of, but he's dubious about the whole situation. I'm Aaron. I play Ericene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Ericene's just like, you know, she's, she's still having a week. She's still just having a week. Perpetually having a week. I'm Kelly. I play with Wealthy Taylor, the wizard halfling. Um, we use she that she her pronouns, and Wealthy's very intrigued by the idea of Vons and Grick starting a beer because a beer brewery because uh, that that she she can get behind that. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he him pronouns. Right now, Grix Grix has a lot of things going on, a lot of irons in the fire, and uh, just a Cobalt about the town. Don't normally say how the GM is feeling, but I'm so confused by the turn this campaign has taken. Towards <laughs> entrepreneurship, I will do my best to support you, and somehow the plot still exists. <laughs> but all right, we are finally stopping to forget. I'm stopping to forget this every time. That's probably not how grammar works. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's hard. <laughs> but uh, you know, please remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Because it helps people find us, it makes us feel good, and it should make you feel good too, for reasons, presumably. And also, you should do it for all the other podcasts you listen to. And with that, Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Sure. Ericene suggested meeting up with everyone at the Gwendoloo, and so we all did that. Vons chewed out Ericene for being missing. Ericene chewed out Vons back for being secretive. Vons and Grix talked about Ericene being missing, and then Ericene and Wealthy talked about Wealthy's week and all of the many situations that came about from that. Uh, Vons and Grix decided they want to make beer. Ericene wants to start a bar slash career center. Vons returned home to find his sister Lucky and Harvey the Pixie from episode one. Lucky needs to stay with Vons for a while. Uh, also, she misses him. Grix went and got uh, the blueprints for his new prosthetic arm from Drebin. And Vons just hung out with his sister, figured out she's hiding something, and uh, found out from his parents that, yes, they are aware that his sister is no longer with them. Finally... Ericene uh, suggested murdering her grandfather to her mother, who is not a fan of this idea, and also not a fan of murdering her grandmother. So Ericene <laughs> went to burn the poison and is going to talk to her grandfather. Yeah. We start our adventure today with Ericene going to visit her grandfather, because I left <laughs> this in the middle of that scene, and I cannot advance anyone else temporally until we do this. Yay. So, <laughs> Ericene goes to her father's, her grandfather's study. Um, father's around. I have 
Layers of questions. Yeah, we would have layers of questions. No, I misspoke. Sorry. Death isn't um, real and this is all a simulation. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So Aracene goes to her grandfather's study. Is he there? Uh roll a D ten. I got a ten. Yep, he's there. The door is you've seen this door in the Halloween episode, but it's probably open. I think you just know not to go down there. Uh-huh. Usually, but you know you can. You just need to knock when you come in. Uh, so I'll knock. Enter. Uh, so I go down the stairs, and is he like sitting at his desk or? Of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> but uh, for those of you that didn't listen to Halloween episode or simply don't remember, Aracene's grandfather's study is this enormous kind of two-story affair. The staircase drops down into a large, like semicircle room. There is a big giant desk that faces the bottom of the stairs and then all of the walls including a cutout that goes underneath the stairs itself are covered in books as far as you know this one lacks a certain evil circle of magic that's good (laughs) it would be very weird if there was also an evil circle of magic in reality and uh unlike last time they're also not magic circles and crap inscribed everywhere just very nice and austere well it's got very much the desk is one of those big oak probably affairs it has very much the upper class rich person from like the 40s vibe Uh uh yeah but um get down there your grandfather is writing something in a book and you're not really sure what it is there's the Pretty standard the times you've been in here. There's usually at least a couple of books on his desk that he's working from. And yeah, I think he looks up. Ericene, how can I, or what do you need? Um, so like, I've been really bored lately and grandma said I could get a job. And so like... (laughs) I was thinking, like, maybe you could put me to work. Hmm. In doing what was your idea of this? She sort of, like, looks up and, like, bites her lip and is like, mm, I don't know, like, I went to college, so, like, I can do anything that most people can do. And like, you could train me to do more stuff, right? Um, GM question to Aracene. Uh-huh. I can't remember if this came up on tape. Are you trying to imply you want to be part of certain shadowy cabal things? Or are you just trying to get I, involved more generally? I feel like I can't imply that at this. I, I can't imply the cabal stuff at the moment because I'm not supposed to know any of that. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm trying to do is just get more involved in his life generally. And maybe through that, I'll be able to do more. I'll at least be close enough that it won't be weird if I like it. It won't be weird for me to do more like espionage stuff. Gotcha. So, 
infiltrating this part of his life, basically. Yeah. Okay. Kind of looks at you and goes, well, you went to finishing school, which is a little different from the university. How much do you understand about magic specifically has been an area of research lately? Oh, I don't know, like, any magic. But, I don't know, like, there's got to be other stuff, like, I don't know, like, filing and paperwork and research and stuff. You know, like, I could be, like, an office girl, your girl Friday. Fantasy Friday. I guess I don't you mean your girl Fantasy Friday. <laughs> All right, roll a charisma check. I recommend not fucking this up if you can. <laughs> um, I rolled a 16 plus, plus the 6 for my charisma. Well, son of a bitch. That's a pretty good roll. Uh, <laughs> kind of looks at you. Goes, we can try something. I have to be here cool. on time. You have to be here for as long as I need you every day. I will try to keep it to a maximum of eight hours. And you need to pay attention, learn quickly, and not give me any trouble. Is that clear? Ericene looks very serious and like not and is like, yes, sir. Okay. Did you want to start? How do you start tomorrow? Okay. And she like smiles really wide and is like, Yay, a job. I'm sure it will be a most fulfilling experience for you, yes. You realize you aren't getting. You have access to the family funds already, so there's almost no point in paying you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. I mean, why would I need money of my own? You take such good care of me, Grandpa. <laughs> Charisma check for you and wisdom check for him. <laughs> <laughs> that one is a 12 plus 6 so that's an 18 alright of course we do now if you'll excuse me I need to finish what I'm working on but we'll see you here tomorrow at 8am okay and she like goes up to his desk to like shake his hand yeah, um, I'll let that past charisma check roll for this, too. And he shakes her hand. Can I see what is currently on his desk? <laughs> I am shocked by this development. Did Shocking! Did not see this coming. But this might be, have been your aim. Uh, yeah, make, a, make an intelligence check. It's easy to see whether you can comprehend it quickly mm -hmm. enough to you know figure out what you're actually looking at. That's, that's an 11 total. It's an 8 plus 3. There's too much going on. Sure. You know, appears to be writing some sort of notes, is referencing some books. It's a lot of text. And you just don't have time to really grok anything before the handshake is over. Okay. And then she'll just she'll just go. All right. Cool. So you succeed at that. Oh boy. There's no way this could go wrong. <laughs> Absolutely no possible way this could go wrong. All right, so I believe that was your day, or this is the start of your day 11. Yes, it is. Because day 10 is when shit went down. Yes. You have a couple of days left before you're caught up with everyone else. What? No, I don't. Well, 
sorry, you're caught up, but rather I was I montaged other people through the end of their second week. So Oh, okay. Well then I would like to just montage the exactly. rest of me starting my grandfather. Okay. Do you want to um do anything with your off hours? You are basically working like eight to five ish with your grandfather mm-hmm. right now. And you're kept reasonably busy the entire time. Um, and mm-hmm. when you were not working, he as you're reading stuff. Uh-huh. Well, so when he has me reading stuff, I would like to also see if I can remember where the I, I wanna see if I can find the ref that reference to the Shield of the East again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um I don't think any of the stuff he's giving you kind of a specific curriculum uh-huh. or syllabus or whatever, and none of the things that he is having you read really fall into the right category for that. Can I ask him if I can like borrow like some of the older stories that he had like you know that he had had me read like in my earlier days? Can I ask him like if I can borrow some of that stuff? Yes, but please leave it within the the sitting, not the sitting room. What the fuck did we call it? There's a tiny room with like a bar and a fireplace immediately outside the stairs into his office. The sitting room? Like the smoking room? There we go. Yeah, because the sitting room cave. the other place. I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> elf cave, like a man cave, but for an I elf. I heard something extremely different. That makes more sense. <laughs> what did you hear? I heard Dilf. <laughs> oh, he is not a Dilf. He no, he's not. a Dilf. No, he is not a he's not a he's not a G Dilf. He's not a Dilf. He is nothing in he is nothing ilf. If you didn't under, if you didn't know his personality and didn't mind a pretty severe overall look. <sighs> Ugh. Gilf kinda sounds like a that sounds like it belongs to a whole separate race in this place. <laughs> the gilf <laughs> oh no the gilf are attacking <laughs> he's a gilfin mage <laughs> like a particularly elfy kind of gnome or something no it's just all extremely fuckable grandpas <laughs> it's a self-organized <laughs> nation of people <laughs> oh this went weird oh yeah sorry horrible <laughs> We need at least one terrible thing per episode. <laughs> um, as long as you keep it, please leave it in the smoking room when you aren't reading it. But yes, and okay. obviously be careful with it. You know that your grandfather often locks the smoking room. Sure. Like not all the time or anything, but like overnight. Uh-huh. Well, I, tobacco is worth more than gold. So, mm. or whatever he smokes is worth more than gold. So, uh-huh. I think that in my like off hours, I'm going to be trying to find that reference to Shield of the East. Okay, this is a pretty high challenge level, um, but roll an intelligence check. It's a 13 total. Nope. You start reading through some histories, and you vaguely remember how old the history was, but not enough to really narrow it down too much the problem is you're dealing with stuff beyond you know a few hundred years ago and so stuff so 
the books tend to get a little more high level and survey-y, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. And so it's much harder to narrow down where it might be. And you don't see any references in the stuff you're reading that would let you like trace back to the original source. Okay. Or another source that might point you to the one you were thinking of originally. So no luck yet, but you can obviously keep trying. I'm also going to try to get together with Photios at some point during this sort of time period. And if that doesn't work out, that's okay. I get it. And so given the narrow amount of time you're working with at this point and Photios's work hours, working mostly afternoons uh-huh. and then night sometimes, you just can't get it lined up. Okay. So I think that's everyone's week two. So welcome to week three. And this totally is going to be one episode montage. Cough, cough. Oh yeah, 100%. We're not exactly montaging. We are we are pretty deep diving into every action. Because <laughs> y'all keep having things that need scenes. Because you keep asking specific questions. How dare all of you? <laughs> I, well, the thing is, we are also like moving way, way faster than we have possibly ever moved before. Yeah, except for the time where we skipped two weeks, which Wit was right about and I was wrong about. So I think I apologize for last episode too. It's all good. But yeah. So yeah, welcome to week three. Grix, you get, I think actually all of Grix gets a note. Wealthy would be there. I'm not sure other folks would get one. Actually, Vons gets a note too, but it comes with a sheaf of additional papers. Oh, so Grix, you get a note that Cog is awake and essentially well enough to take visitors. Ooh, great. Wealthy, you are there. I think it gets to you all when you're at work. Mm -hmm. And um, Vons, you get a note mentioning that Cog is awake and also asking if you can make, it's basically a medicinal recipe. It's alchemy, but there's no actual magic in it. It acts more as a grounding force for magic. Uh Like magic is attracted to it. And the the sheaf of papers is basically a rough description of the recipe. And the note says that if you think you can do it, they will send you the entire recipe or, you know, arrange for you to meet somebody to copy it over. But uh, make an intelligence check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, did it say who this note was from? Oh, sorry. Yes, you are not psychic and are not in my head. Um, this is from Dr. Baker, who was the um, head healer, medical person, and the one you met oh, right, when right, you brought right. in COG. Okay. Okay, intelligence check. Well, I just rolled an 11 into his prime, and I believe I've got a pretty decent modifier on that. Uh, I mean, it's three for your level already. Right, yes. Plus three to the level, plus one for intelligence. Yeah, so we're we're up to uh, 15 on this, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd be able to put this together. You would probably need supplies from them because this is essentially a base to magic's acid. You don't have much of these. So, yeah, you can definitely make this. You would need to ask for supplies. They offer to compensate you. Is this something you want to take them up on? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got uh, I've got a little helper who can 
who probably wants some allowance or something. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. She says, responding to your yeah. internal monologue. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm just reading notes. Probably out loud. <laughs> going to say. I imagine Vaughn's reads a lot of things out loud. <laughs> I imagine Vaughn's <laughs> talks out loud at least a little bit. But no, that was more of a, <laughs> you know that she would not mind some extra walking around money. Right. So uh, we're going to charge not full retail for this because we, we've got like guaranteed cash flow on this if we do it right but we're, we're going to charge appropriately uh costs of supplies and all of that yeah and uh a little walking around money for her and sort of a managerial fee for me <laughs> all right so you're gonna have her make a lot of it uh yes i'm going okay. to uh i'm gonna train her to do that and you're gonna need to kind of Basically, she can uh, do a lot of the individual prep for work, work for you, so you can make more of it than usual. You have to be the one to put it together. This is the equivalent okay. of like a level two concoction. Oh, yeah, and she's uh, pre-noob. Yeah, so like, you know, she can grind things up for you. She can distill things for you with either minimal training or you've already trained her in how to do that stuff right, but... You kind of need to do the combination right. because um, because this is essentially a purely chemical thing. Uh, the ratios mm-hmm. are really sensitive. Okay. And this is ingested, so you don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> right. So this is uh, so so far we've trained Lucky to handle poisons. A little bit, yeah. And say like Lucky can handle poisons in your setup. She probably couldn't okay. apply them to weapons safely, for example, but. All right. So sure. So we're in a lab, lab environment. Trained. She can do it. Yeah. Okay. You know, knows how to not break stuff. Knows how to adjust the burners. Knows how to wash things properly. Like. Right, but she hasn't yet learned to like how to concoct or uh, right. Always add acid to water. Don't don't flip that. Kinda yeah. So I suppose uh, just gradually continue training her and uh, turn this opportunity to do this thing into a learning exercise for her. But I understand that uh, Vons is going to have to be a part of the process. Yeah. And much like many of your concoctions, well, this one requires a little more active time than most, but it's not all day, every day either. Like, I think there's kind of only so much you can reasonably make in a day. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So if you respond back, yes, they invite you over to the clinic hospital to basically copy it over from one of their their alchemists on staff they cover all the costs related to transcribing things into your own book and they give you a stockpile or like a starting pile of supplies and then basically say to bill them for any more that you need okay does this require um we're talking we were talking before offline about the ingredient requirements for these things does this require that anything be grown or you are, you are granted scavenged. all of the specific ingredients you need for this. Okay, so and I can just go from here to eternity on the on the production, although the rate is going to be fixed? Yeah, I mean, you'll run out of supplies eventually and have to buy more. Okay. They gave you enough to essentially make 10 doses of this stuff. Okay. And yeah, it is mentioned from the alchemist pharmacist that the sooner you can do this, the better. 
not to rush you, we just ran through or are running through a decent amount of our supply. So restocking would be great. So we don't have to like, you know, take things from the other clinics. And it's a logistical nightmare. There's so much paperwork. Okay. And to be sure, this is an actual medication that I'm sure could be misused under the wrong circumstances, but this would be fairly hard to misuse. You you know this is an actual medication. It's not something you make normally. Okay. This is a, you know, hospital grade kind of drug used to nullify magical effects on people. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So that's what you meant by like a, a grounding. Exactly. That, yeah. Uh... Basically, much like activated charcoal will remove things from or, you know, draw things out of people sometimes. Maybe I might be misremembering uh-huh. that. No, 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 that's correct. Don't, don't, don't take activated charcoal if you're on medications. Don't take activated charcoal if your doctor doesn't tell you to take activated charcoal. Say, the only, oh, yeah. The only thing I could remember was the fucking scene from Thank You for Smoking, where the guy's like, if you chew activated charcoal, then you'll pass a, breath, pass a breathalyzer test. One of the other people in the conversation <laughs> goes, Wouldn't the cop notice that you're chewing activated charcoal for seemingly no reason? <laughs> but yes. Anyway. So it does the same kind of thing, but for magical energies. Well, that's a that's a fantastic thing and a, and a great thing for for Lucky to learn about. And uh, this this is wholesome in in many regards. Yeah, hooray! Yay! <laughs> yeah, you're all set and doing that. Kind of related, Ricks. What? Yeah. Do you do with this information that Kong is awake? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go visit him. Uh, I'm gonna bring. Uh, a snack. Uh, I imagine the hospital food is not great, so I'm going to bring some kobold kibble. And I take I, I take time and go with him. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, a card from the, the rest of the crew. And uh, yeah, go go say hi. All right. Is kobold kibble like bachelor chow? No, it's like... Scooby it's snacks. The, yeah, it's like <laughs> the Scooby snacks. It's like the answer to uh, elven bread. But kobolds are predominantly uh, carnivores. You know, like 90-10% uh, carnivores, so uh, it, it's got more of a higher protein uh, than the, the elven okay. bread. Do you invite Erisene or Vons along for this? Uh, I was going to keep it small at, to okay. begin with. I was just going to bring a, a wealthy. Cool. Yeah, um, you get there. You are shown to where Cog is. It's in the bed that you left him in. Uh, Cog looks like shit. Alright, buddy. <laughs> 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 oh how's uh hey grix how's it going not great um spent two of the last three days vomiting on and off so that wasn't fun oh, how are you uh <laughs> uh fine <laughs> better now right is rain yeah uh well that's good why does rain has a different connotation on this setting it's an ancient saying they understand yeah <laughs> right as hiding inside from the rain <laughs> Uh, yeah, so good to see you. How are things with the crew? Ah, good, good. Everyone's uh, everyone's picking up the 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 slack, and uh, yeah, everything's fine. All right, good. Just uh, worry about yourself. What uh, what happened after all? That's a good question. Uh, they ran me down. You found me in the tunnels somewhere. Yeah. Can Can you run me down what you found when you found me? Realize it's not super sense making. Uh, yeah. You don't remember anything? Uh, no. You're investigating some was... stuff down in the tunnels, and I uh, fill them in. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. 
any of that. So that's neat. You were in pretty bad shape when we found you, so the, yeah. the shock could be playing into that. Uh, apparently I got hit pretty hard in the head. Was that, did they figure out what it was? Was it the magic or was it uh, one of the critters or Jafal? Uh, they seem to think it was a blunt force thing, but given oh. where he found me, maybe I fell. Could have slipped while trying to take a measurement from that crystal. Or did someone whack you? I mean, I was pretty deep. Not a lot of people down there. I've heard a rumor that there's a lot of assassins on this uh, rock. <laughs> mm. I guess that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Like, like more assassins than, than bakers. Just that's a that's a messed up <laughs> equation. There is one baker on this rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two assassins. <laughs> the baker's a leprechaun, though, and can produce far more bread than you could possibly imagine because of the whole. You know, magical rumble still skin like uh Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't remember anyway. any of that. And so it is canon. And so it is canon. It is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said about Ratty. That's what you yeah, you've said that about a lot of things. It's what I also said about penguin butlers. And note how there are no penguin butlers. <laughs> <laughs> the world is uh lesser for it. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get those penguin butlers. <sighs> Uh, I don't remember any of that. Actually, I don't remember why I was down there. I mean, it sounds like I was taking measurements, but... Hmm. I mean, they said my memory would be spotty. So mm, That's, uh... I'm sorry. Uh, I-, I hope that you feel better soon. Uh, that, that's maybe, the uh, goal. Uh, have, have you... Uh, do, do you know what you were looking for down there? No. No, okay. Don't remember uh, why. Wealthy's got wealthy can uh, can fill you in probably on uh, some of your uh, the like the measurements you were taking. Oh. Maybe that'll clue you back in. Yeah, that could help. Yeah, it, when you're up to it. If if you're not up to it right now, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, no you worries. know we can wait. Uh, why don't you? I get the impression they don't want me thinking too hard right now. Yeah, nah. So uh, maybe once I'm out, we can try it. We might have to go slow though. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, basically get migraines. I try to concentrate too hard on something. Oh, uh, yeah, don't do that. Apparently it's pretty standard, but yeah. Uh, cool. It's reassuring to realize I don't know why I was down there or what happened. That's cool. That's great. Uh, well, they said I should be good to go home relatively soon here. I'll have to check in a bunch, but they seem to think the worst of it's over. Well, that's good news. Yeah, apparently, uh, you said there were, like, magic lightning things? Yeah, 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 and, uh, and, uh, uh horse spiders. With giraffe necks. Yep. Oh, damn it, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I have accomplished my goal today. The GM has goddamned me. Stop confusing the listener. <laughs> uh, listener, please... Please tweet at us with your uh, with your fan art of the invisible uh, horse giraffe spiders. That's going to be really easy <laughs> fan art to draw. The shark, the invisible shark. Uh, God, we crammed so many things in there. Giraffe, shark, and spider were all in there at one point. Yeah. But they couldn't be invisible because that would be ridiculous, I believe, was Grixis' original take. Something like that. It was weird. Uh, I think they couldn't be venomous. That makes sense. 
yeah that's that was that's what grix thought would be a bridge too far but uh, anyway yeah so i wonder if i got hit with one of those two did you tell the doctor all of this uh yeah okay that explains some stuff i they think i probably got hit by one of those two at some point oh or something so it was like venomous. it no 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 sorry the uh, oh. the magic bolt thing not oh the, yeah 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 not the spider thing not sure Knew there was something down there, but I decided to just be quiet and not piss it off, and it seemed to work out okay. Oh, yeah, that's clever. We, yeah, we, we didn't do that. <laughs> nah. Uh, do you know if a crew's been down there yet to look at that whole situation? Uh, I um. Uh, they have, or at least you've told people. Yeah. Yeah, because I put in a work order for some barriers around that damn Quite hole we a few found things there's also that thing that i repaired with the the patchwork uh uh did you sparking did you tell them about the invisible spiders and the arcane yes. magic yeah of okay. course i wouldn't i wouldn't be like oh hey dig, head down there um with no idea what's going on just don't yeah. get hit by the magic bolt what is the problem or the spiders yeah okay good that's gonna be yeah no gonna don't be worry hairy, so Watch out for the hole. Well, we don't know that the spiders were hairy. It could be different kinds of spiders. <laughs> sure, Grix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for visiting. Yeah. Enjoy your kibble. Yeah, let me know, let me know when you want to um, go ahead and go over these notes because, uh, you know, I've been spending some time with them and, and um, we might be able to hammer some things out. Okay, yeah. You can do that. Um, should be out within another, within the week probably. They were a little bit vague. Doctor Baker seemed kind of worried, so that was fun. But hey, you're now doing okay. All right, so that was seeing Cog. Congratulations. Woo, Rix, What do you do with the rest of your week? I want more spells, so I'm gonna keep keep spell searching. Okay, and. Uh... I'm going to see if there's any hits on my rat one ad. All right. Yeah, let's have you roll for the spells first. Okay. Just do that in a bundle. This is kind of all your free time. Sounds good. Son of a biscuit. Natural one. Uh, this uh, this book had some uh, some uh, anatomical sketches, and uh, I got a little distracted. <laughs> Grix is not ace? Well, yeah, but he doesn't, you know. There's, I don't know, it, it, some weird anatomical scratchings. You could be grace. They were interesting. You could be na- interested in naked people be, and still be, be ace. He could be grace. Or interested for purely academic reasons. Wait, humans have their kidneys where? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Orcs have two dongers? Huh. Cannon. <laughs> Animosity of that is left up to the individual fan artist. <laughs> also, if you send us that art, we will be vaguely confused and cannot show it on the website. Tweet it though. What are you talking about? This isn't uh, this isn't Tumblr. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so you can show nude fan art on Tumblr. You just, you know, no nude cosplay. So if anybody wants to nude cosplay any of our characters, I'll put it on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Yeah, natural one. I got distracted. Nothing came of that. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> you just whiff out. Yeah, basically, you know, you learn to read magic, but you're just having trouble with like you're still getting used to the whole library system. I'm barely literate. Yeah. 
it's a uh, it's just really slow going for you and i think you kind of hit a rough patch where some of the stuff you think will be relevant to you like you had to spend a lot of time with other reference books kind of working your way through what they said and then found mm-hmm. out they weren't relevant to you like <laughs> mm-hmm. also i found a uh, uh, greater illusion or a greater image and i was like oh that's a great spell i'll work on that for a while and then was like oh this is way beyond me yeah yeah but all right mm-hmm. so that is all your research mm-hmm. one day when you're getting back to your apartment kind of after work to grab some food or whatever mm-hmm. before you head on over to the library mm-hmm. uh there is a rat waiting for you oh uh hello uh are you here for the the ad it, it it's kind of standing on its back legs because it's slightly easier to communicate that way and nods all right uh, so um, what I'm looking for is uh, someone who uh, who's willing to to run messages uh, on a on a kind of a a, a retainer basis, uh, uh, frequent check-ins, and uh, that doesn't mean you can't you know do your own side stuff, but uh, you know looking for also someone who's willing to to take some risks and uh, go down into the underground uh, with us uh, when we when we go down there. Because uh, I might want to send messages back on the surface. So I'm looking for uh, for a pretty tough rat. I think that's you. You included all in the ad, right? Yes. Yeah. It nods. All right. So uh, what uh, what's your what's your name? Okay, what what should I call you? you? Got a got a card? It tugs a little strap for its backpack, which opens up, and there's a sheet in there. Ah. And you take it out and. Mm-hmm. Very shakily is written Bartholomew. That's a mouthful for a rat. That's so great. All right, Bartholomew. I don't know. I don't know what all you need, but uh, I was I was thinking a, a retainer of a. Uh, 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 oh, I didn't actually have this planned. Uh, <laughs> like uh, like two gold a week plus uh, food with us and. Uh, if you need lodging, uh, we also got we got a we got an apartment, and I can make a little uh, little little mini apartment for you. If you need that's a thing that you're interested in. How's that all sound? Uh, he thinks about it. I'm gonna say the the note also included pronouns. Why not? Sure. And nods. All right. I stick out my claw. One claw to shake. Yeah, you got a little a little rat paw in your claw. All right. Yeah. So you have met Bartholomew. Uh, Bartholomew basically asks for if you're setting him up somewhere in your apartment. Uh-huh. Kind of points to a spot that's next to a window with a you know tiny window cell ledge outside. Oh sure, kind of looking out over the. Uh, this, we're above the the temple, so it's like got a pretty good view. Yeah, I mean the street isn't much to look at really, but yeah, it has a view of the street. It's like the promenade on uh, Deep Space Nine. I thought of it as more of a hallway, but if it has two stories, whatever. <laughs> it's nice enough yeah, to look well, at, especially for the interior of the Ark. So. More cramped than that, but, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Cool, so you... Uh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll get some ceramic pots that I can turn into, like, a little mini uh, uh, mouse house. Rat house. Okay. A little rat apartment. Yeah, uh, Bartholomew gives you, gives you some direction where to put things and get all sure. set up. Sweet. And then I think the other thing is that somehow Bartholomew communicates 
there's probably a standard kind of rat sign for this question of time. And through some back and forth, you get the impression that he's asking, how often do you want him to check in with you? Like for message stuff specifically. So metagaming note. Yes. My thought is that I'm just looking for this to make it easier to find a rat when we need a rat. Yeah. So a little faster, a little like I'm not I'm not trying to like game it out. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Just what do you think would be a good rhythm for him? Know. Four or five times a day. Okay. <laughs> what? If that's your job. Yeah, and I mean you're in the same place every time. Yeah. Mostly. So you have predictable locations. Say if you're somewhere really weird and you didn't tell him ahead of time where you're going, it might take him longer to get to you. He might get lost or, you know, not be able to find you. But yeah, I don't know if my job was to text my boss five times a day and be like, you're good. And then maybe there's an email to send or my boss is just like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't know. That's a pretty sweet deal, especially if I can do other job stuff, too, on the job. You have to walk 10 minutes to text your boss and then walk back. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was thinking, more the time element there. Sure. But, but still, yeah, I mean, this is what at least the messenger rats do, more or less. So, huh? yeah, all right. You are all set. I'm trying to make this a sweet deal. If what I offered was not a sweet deal, then feel free to up the number, by the way. Like, I want this to be, I want this to be a cushy gig. I think he... Or you pretty quickly realized that Obviously, he doesn't eat a lot of food, but he right. leaves with extra of it. Sure. I assume that's not a problem. Yeah. No, not a problem at all. And you're good. No, again, I want this to be a sweet deal. So this seems to be a pretty good deal. And as you get more of a rapport with him, if he decides what you want is, you know, too dangerous or whatever, you know, and needs to be compensated differently. Yeah. But that yeah, seems yeah. like a solid deal for him. Absolutely. As far as you can tell. <laughs> Cool, so that's Grix this week. Vons, I assume you're mostly just Yo. cooking cooking Math. your potions and making your medications. Well yeah, cooking away and uh still plotting out for uh that space. Mm. The the business space potential. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Are you explicitly in this with anyone else? I don't remember you saying that to Glitz, yeah. but Oh, I oh. want to know what's available first, and okay. then I want to uh, go straight to Bricks with ideas. Like, are are there any availabilities yet? Do we, do we know what that looks like? Yeah, I'm going to say partway through your week, you get, basically, Clitz gets back to you. There's a spot in the Warrens that it's kind of a wonky spot. It was going to be used for housing and then wasn't. So it's it would be solid for you to live and work out of with like minimal effort but like the layout's a little bit weird and also be a little bit hard having a storefront out of it because like the finished living area is the ground floor and then everything else is below right so it might not be a storefront but it would be it would work for production yeah and living there if you wanted to because hmm. i remember that came up it would definitely work for production though and i mean you could have you know half of the living area be a storefront it's not impossible to do basically we just be a little bit wonky so there's that there is mm -hmm. what is essentially a giant warehouse space which again has the issue well that one would be 
basically you'd have to put some money into it for people to build some walls but like it's all the space you would ever need for this kind of thing and so the the other place would have some uh you'd want to you know basically carve it out further if you could for production stuff especially for the beer because it's going to take a lot of space but like it's totally doable let's see that second one was out in uh, the spires and then the last one is it's much more of a traditional storefront in market halls there's an apartment above it there's space in the back and basically let's checked around and there's an adjoining store that would be willing to rent out their basement to you for production mm. if you didn't have enough space in the storefront area right well vons is currently used to producing out of a hole in the ground pretty small working area production for your alchemy will not be a problem for most of these places it's if you are also making beer it becomes an issue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beer or i imagine large-scale uh, alchemic production yeah could would... go either way still kind of depends on what uh what grix thinks and maybe maybe we've got other friends who want to get involved i don't know do you communicate these options to grix at all uh well where where is grix right now is as uh, is grix easy to find i mean grix is going to work and stuff so yeah easy enough okay when has grix ever not been easy to find we have a whole second life we don't know about that wood hasn't told me about oh well yeah the concern <laughs> is like because grix has been busy lately i don't know if uh yeah. but i still kind of balance between work home molly's and the library yeah you can mm-hmm. find them cool it might take a couple of tries but you can find them without any issue right hmm i wonder if if grix has an opportunity to go see these places with me I'm, I'm going to go find Grix, and uh, Vons is going to be cautiously optimistic. Vons is feeling a little, um, little nervous about all of the the big changes, and and wants somebody who has, I don't know, um, similar similar thinking on these things. Maybe maybe uh, maybe Grix has some ideas. Maybe Grix can sure. spot some structural uh, issues. Sure. And and maybe we can go. Maybe we can go look at these things. You can get them shown to you. Because Blitz has a day job and wants to be there, so he can help you not blow all your money on something that, you know, like yeah. basically so <laughs> you don't get a shitty deal and don't know it. I think between all of you, you're able to arrange for something early, basically week four of our montage. Okay. And you'll all be able to go. And Ian has more cool. time to plan uh, brewing as an adventure scenarios. Oh yeah, wait until we're uh, we're trying to figure out what hops to grow and how to grow them time to go back to the oh red dragon God. Inns and taverns which probably actually has stuff for this <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not going to get too in the in the weeds on the on the details but yeah yeah i imagine we're going to need uh, some magical light sources and fun stuff like that yeah i think that's probably vons this week unless there's something yeah. extra you want to do you know is there anyone you want to specifically talk to is there anyone you want to or is there anything you want to kind of look up vons is going to send a rat to green just just to say hey what's up sorry i've been busy lately a relationship maintenance rat i've got these i've got these fun projects going and, and i'd like to i'd like to let you know about because you you're basically yeah. saying you're not free enough to actually meet up right yeah well i imagine vons isn't he's been yeah. uh you've been doing a lot kicking out the alchemy jams yeah i think you uh 
I think getting ramped up and teaching Lucky and like it all added up. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. He wants to be a little apologetic for the lack of contact, contact and just keeping in touch. Yes, I think you get a rat back that is telling you about green stuff. Defended Delves did another thing. Ordered Lily continues mm-hmm. to be her main gig. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So they have a contract on for next week to go down to some place. Apparently some idiots found an injured cobalt there and dragged it back out. And <laughs> <laughs> they're contracting out for some uh, beefier help. The, the, you know, the deep delve maintenance crews can handle themselves, but from what you told them, there's a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows it's referring to you because you've told her the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> while sobbing in a bar uh, oh god it was so good <laughs> all right cool so that's that's yours and that's grix that's bonds ericene ericene's gonna be working for her grandfather and is this like a nine is this like a five days a week kind of a job uh yes mostly you, okay. you get the distinct impression that your grandfather has considered having you do stuff on the weekend, but hasn't actually done it and is actually pretty strict about making you stop at the end of the day. Sure. Okay. So on whatever is my next week and day. It would be the middle of week three because we started the montage on a Wednesday. So yeah. Okay. So on my weekend, I'm going to... First of all, get the proof from my mother. Oh, yeah, yeah. To take to Mendoza. Yeah, so let's see. Because they wanted you to get rid of the body, so it obviously wouldn't be, you know, the body. Yeah, it wouldn't be the body. But, like, you're thinking, you know, some sort of relatively iconic item, and then, you know, she said that she'd burn the identity. So, mm-hmm. okay, um, I think you get a stiletto dagger. That has a relatively okay. distinctive pommel. And she says that, you know, word should already be spreading, so you should be good there. Assuming everyone believes them. But like uh-huh. the rumor is definitely being spread in Stanton's organization. Okay. So I go to see Mendoza. All right. First off, I make an intelligence check for your mom. All right, cool. That was kind of to determine the quality of the story that she wove. And how did it go spreading in the organization? Okay, you go see Mendoza. Mendoza's at their shop, as they tend to be. And I'm like, okay, so I did it, and it sucked, and I don't want to do anything like that again. Okay. Do you have proof that you did it? I do, and I like, I've like wrapped the stiletto up in like a, just like a cloth. Hmm. They take it, unwrap it on the counter, give it a look over, draw it, close it. This should probably do for the client. What did you do with the weapon once it was used? Um, I burned it and um, just, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think I kept it. I just had burned. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just had like burned it. Okay, so you pass that over. Yeah, so I, I'll pass that over. Effective. All right can more fully dispose of this later. You did everything right. I just have access to a forge. Well, probably a smelter. Um, anyway. And what did you do with the body? Um, 
So I, I, it took a really long time and it sucked, but I, I chopped it up and I like burned it in pieces. Um, and then I like took the, the ashes and I ground that up and, um, made like a slurry and like just poured it in a corner of like a of like the the tunnels i didn't have the time to go outside and like let the ashes go to the wind where did you do the burning in the tunnels you you showed me the the spot to like you know there's like a there's like almost like a chimney just that open spot in the tunnels i mean with the chimney yes and relatively well hidden but where'd you get the because a firestone won't burn hot enough where did you get the wood i i i like took my i i like took a chair from home Ericene, make <laughs> a Make yeah, no shit. Make a charisma check and then intelligence check. <laughs> oh. That's a nat one on charisma. That is so perfect. <laughs> that is so perfect. And intelligence is a total of five. It's a, to- it's a two plus three. Yeah. Uh, it comes off exactly as yeah. badly as it sounded. <laughs> Mendoza looks back over your shoulder toward the door. Walks past you without saying anything. There's like a curtain on the door and the windows. Uh-huh. Draws both of those. Walks back over to you. Back behind the counter. Because you see, Ericene, that's not enough wood to dispose of a body. And bodies don't burn that neatly. You would still have bones afterwards, usually. Ericene starts crying. <laughs> also, you'd need far more wood than that. Just lets you cry for a bit. Uh huh. What did you do? I I couldn't do the chopping up and stuff. I just had to. <sighs> Let me fix it. Let me fix it. I can. I can do it. I can do it next. T- I can do it. I just. I just like. I just like hit the body. I like took it really far down, and I just hit it and. I don't know that anyone, like, no one will be able to find it. I, like, buried it under a bunch of rocks and, like, I just, I fucked up. I'm really bad at this. But she's dead. She's dead. She's gone. Well, then you can show me the body. Go with you to help you do it right this time. (laughs) She just, like, cries harder again. (laughs) <laughs> oh so aaron didn't come up with a good enough story oops and i mean oops this is in character with Aerosene being new at assassinating <laughs> yes like doesn't know enough to make an airtight story uh-huh yes yeah mendoza lets you cry they are not a very comforting person at least not right now and after you cry again I'm guessing you just confirmed my hunch. What's your hunch? 
Well, you seem upset about the idea of taking me to the body, which would imply there is no body or it was captured by the people who are allied with this person. And uh, given some rumors I've heard, I'm guessing you didn't kill this person. What rumors did you hear? Well, Sane is gone. Sane is definitely gone. Within Stanton's organization. And I... I've heard no rumors that they have the body. They don't have the body. Which means if you didn't do anything with the body and can't take me to it, leaves the idea that perhaps Sane is not dead. Sane is not going to come back. If that's high enough. I can guarantee that. I have a guess. If Sane disappeared so neatly, and without you killing her, that she is either undercover or that Sane herself was a cover. Neither of which you can guarantee that person won't come back or continue to work against the interests of the people that hired you. But like, who, who, hired, who hired me though? Like, that's what I don't... You know I can't tell you that. I'm sorry, I just didn't do the job. But you also left the impression that you did, which means I can't just go back and say no one took the job. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm currently trying to think if there's a good solution to any of this. Now you see my problem. (laughs) Yes, I'm hoping the benefit of experience might help me see something you didn't. Because the issue is going to be if they decide to essentially double-check, which they have at least one person who definitely can. Diviners are very good at making sure a job is done and do not care about petty distinctions like covers. I couldn't kill this person. Why? I can't tell you that. I just couldn't. It wasn't... It wasn't the right thing for me to do. I just didn't want to. When I came to it, I didn't want to. And I got around it. I I got the stiletto. That's clearly Sané's stiletto. And Sané is not coming back. Uh, Make a charisma check. Uh, Ooh. 15 plus 6 is 21. All right. So that both means that your I didn't want to, it wasn't right, both you know, comes off correctly. Because, I mean, it's true, but, like, the big thing is that you notice Mendoza kind of narrow their eyes a little bit at that, but they drop it. They don't don't Uh further into why you didn't think it was the right thing to do. Well, all right. Unless you have any brilliant ideas, I will need time to think about how to attempt to solve this. But, uh... (sighs) Be careful in the meantime. If they find out that you didn't do this job, and especially if they find out anything that leads you to believe or leads them to believe that you essentially basically gave up the fact that there was going to be an attempt on this person's life, and depending on how they feel that day, honestly, you may have a number of issues, and I would watch your back. Because, uh, I'm not the only person they can go to 
to find someone to do this job. Did they hire me because they went through me? I mean, I mean, like, was it because of working for Stanton or was it because of Sane working for Stanton and basically double agenting or whatever? So did you just ask if it was about the fact that Sane worked for Stanton or if it was a double agent thing that they were concerned about? Yeah. I apparently didn't train you at all on operational security. Oh no, you did. Because you just gave me a lot of information. I didn't ask specifics, but both of those make sense. And much like I can't reveal the employer, I can't really reveal why. But this does give me something to work with. I can't tell you, but knowing that that's an open question may help me, and those are the options, will help me find out. Because the thing is, if I don't know the answer to that question, I can't work for you again. Well, I don't currently know the answer to that question. So I suppose you are on hiatus for the time being. I'll send a message when I know more, and and tell you how these things are going to go. If one of them is true, may have some leverage to get the client to drop it. If the other one is true, not so much. And if both, well, configure something out. Maybe. It's a lot easier when, like, I get told a nice story and then can make a decision for myself is kind of where I'm coming from. Like, this, this kind of stuff, where, like, I don't understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's almost impossible. (laughs) Well, then if you make it out of this, you can start building your own contacts and try not to get captured, killed, or arrested. I'm here as a buffer, intentionally. (laughs) Turns out I suck at the buffer. And that's... Fair enough. Giving your reasons for killing other people makes sense, and I was a little bit worried about. But essentially, this whole thing is all we can do for now. And you have to wait, and you have to watch your back. I'll try. At the very least, I'm staying out of public eye more. Becoming a working girl, it's very exciting. Lots of alphabetizing. Alphabetizing. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. That was good. Uh, I liked it. Well, I hope that, I hope wherever it is is safe. Impossible to say at this point, but thanks. I'm going to go because I think you have a lot of shit to do to fix this. And I'm sorry, but like I said, I couldn't do it. And it wasn't the right thing to do. They just shrug, kind of gesture you towards the door. Ericene gives like a half wave and leaves. All right. And goes to the nipper and has a drink and doesn't talk to anyone and thinks about what she's done. <laughs> this will be and fine. Doesn't talk to anyone? Uh huh. That's how you know it's bad. Heavy days. How you know it's bad. All right.
and the rest of your week three is like working, right? Yeah, basically the rest of my week three is working and seeing if I can get together with Photios at some point, but we don't need to yeah. actually, even if we, even if I get together with Photios, like I don't need to, we don't need to actually see that we can just. Yeah. You, you managed to get together with Photios a couple of times. Cool. I imagine for at least one of which you are weirdly upset and don't say why. Like it's obvious you're distracted. <laughs> yes. And I have not yet told him what's going on. Nope. I think Photios notices, but as soon as it's obvious, you're going to stay, you know, shut about it. Uh-huh. He drops it or doesn't pry. All right. So that's your week three. Oh, I send a card. I send like a really nice card and some like potions, like just some like basic uh, sort of like pain potions to Cog when I know that he's okay. just like a get well soon card. All right. Yeah. So you find out in some way, shape, or form. Oh, I'm sure I told everybody eventually. I didn't. That's right. You actually mentioned like getting everyone to sign a card. So, <laughs> so yeah, everyone knows. Okay, cool. Cog also receives a bottle of magical Tylenol and a nice card. <laughs> All right. So that's your week three. Uh-huh. Wealthy. Wealthy's week three is nothing so dramatic. Wealthy is, after all, a halfling and thrives on routine and calm and things like that. So what she's been doing, what I've been doing is going to the library every night and watching Grix beating his head against a wall and keeping my mouth shut because I learned early on that you don't, you know, put your, put your, mouth, put your face in where it's not wanted. Somehow I set a scroll on fire, which you're not, <laughs> how did you even do that with an illusion spell? Anyway, carry on. He believed it very hard. <laughs> I made the paper believe it. It's it it's surprisingly easy to set scrolls on fire without realizing that's what you're doing. And I've also found the um my next the next spell that I want to put into my uh, scroll spellbook. Okay, what's that? Um, it's a uh, strike counter strike. Hmm. Do you happen to have on hand what it does for the class, or should I pull it up? Well, I'm looking at it. Um, this spell has both an offensive and defensive effect. For the offensive effect, the caster must successfully touch a foe. Doing so causes damage to the foe equal to 1d4 plus one point per level of the caster. In addition, all foes successfully striking the caster with anything from me- melee weapons to touch spells take 1d4 damage plus one point of damage for every level of the caster. This spell lasts one round or until it is delivered damage both as an attack or as a defense. It can do each once. Cool. So um, that takes a day of your time. Do you want to keep doing research to essentially build up research points? Yeah. I mean, what else am I going to do with my life? (laughs) And the other thing that I do is I finally, while we're at home, I talk, I sit down and I say, look, let me help you do some studying. I'm not an illusionist. But I do know the library like the back of my hand, so let me help you. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. That sounds good. Okay. So on our off hours, we'll be going to the library and looking. I'll be studying for um, new spells, and together we'll be looking for Grix's spells. Okay. Uh, roll a d20 for me, or just make an intelligence check. Well, that's great. 14. And that's a primary attribute. Got it. Got it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, um, that gets you. That gets you a bit. Basically, gets you a new standard level one spell, and you have points left over, research points essentially from last week too. Is there a particular spell you were interested in, or are we just gonna bank that for now and you can look at the spell list? I think I'm gonna bank it. Picking spells is really hard for ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many to pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're helping Grix. That'll let you assist him next week. I think that natural one means he's just kind of hosed for this week. And also the timing is squishy. Uh, Julia does come by the library, although only like once or twice. And make a wisdom check. That would be a 14. All right. Not a primary attribute. And also make an intelligence check. Oh, that is a nat one. Okay. No additional information gathered. You're still researching some of the most of the same stuff. Okay. Isn't asking as many questions as last time, but shrug. Okay. All right. So sounds like that's Wealthy's week. That's pretty much Wealthy's week. Quiet, taking on a killer spell. <laughs> yeah. I like which it. Which is not what she was expecting to do with with her um, spell book, but it seems to be prudent. <laughs> Suddenly there's much need for violence in Wealthy's life. <laughs> Okay, so that's the end of week three of our four-week montage, and also the end of our episode, <laughs> unless anyone has any last-minute things. Oh, I was going to definitely tell my mother about my trip to see Mendoza. Do you name drop Mendoza themselves, or just- No, I don't. I went to the person who hired me, and- Yeah, I just say that I went to the person who hired me, and it did not go well. <laughs> Basically, that- the story was not bought, at least by your employer, and yeah, failed to sell it. Failed to sell it in just the most profound way. Okay, I assume you just give all the details. Yeah, I just, I gave her all the details that I had. She looks very worried. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, good episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our memes, hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. Castles and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Welcome to Ian's joke didn't work that well. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. I mean, let's be fair.
if we don't have real estate fans among our handful of listeners, that will be like, confusing. You know, they, we've already narrowed it to people who really like civil engineering. So yeah, land use uh, policy is also important. 